Shalom to all. Today's Davos Baba coming off Kofi Adalad, and we are starting about the ninth line with the words Amr Avashi. And today's Davos sponsor, Lilu Nishmas, Mars Miriam Sarabas, Yaakov Moshe, her Neshama should have an Oliah, and Lilu Nishmas, Rabbi Yosef Yantif, Rabbi Asher Anshul, his Neshama should have an Oliah. And the Gemara says, Amr Avashi Rashi tells us, Hi, Bar Yisrael, Zavonai, Arul, Ayyad, Chavim, a Yid that sold a piece of property to a guy, a Metsa Bar Yisrael Chavre, which is on the border of a different Yid's property. Misham Tinale, we're going to excommunicate him, we're going to put him to Cherem. My time, why is that? So, Ine Misham Din Dabar Metra, if you want to say it's because of Din Dabar Metra, which is then when a property is put up for sale, the one who owns the property adjacent to it has first rights to buy it. That's meaning of bar metra on the border. And therefore you might say that the Yid who sold the property to the guy really should have sold it to the bar metra who's the Yid. Well, that's actually not a problem because of Amr Meir who stated Zavon me'akum zavon le'akum. If someone bought from a guy or sold to a guy like Mishum Din the bar metra, there's no issue of bar metra. So what's the problem over here? El Darmina it's because he could tell him, meaning the bar metra, Shimon, the one who owned the property that was next to the one that was sold by Ruvain to the guy could tell Ruvain, you now brought a lion crouching by my border. Because a guy doesn't keep to all the dinam of borders that a yid has, he has to make sure that he keeps his animals and his crops and certain things like that a significant distance from the other person's field. And since so a guy doesn't keep to that, he's going to end up ruining Shimon's crops. And therefore, Mishantin Ale, we're going to put Ruven into Cherem, the Kabbalah, call unto the Asimachmasei, until he accepts upon himself any Ines that comes because he sold this field to a guy, and then we'll take him out of this Cherem. And continue to talk about tax collectors. The Mishnah says, Let's say tax collectors took Ruven's donkey, and they gave him a different donkey, or how a man took his clothing, and they gave him different clothing. That belongs to him, because we assume that the original owner of this donkey or this clothing was ready Miyash from it. Another din, someone who saves an item from a river, from a troop of soldiers, or from robbers, if the Bailam were Miyash, then they belong to him. And it's important to point out that's only if we know for sure the Bailam were Miyash, but there's no assumed Yish. And furthermore, also if we have a swarm of bees, if they escape from a person's field and somebody has found them buzzing around, if the owner was Miyash, so it belongs to him. However, says, even a woman in a cotton are believed to say that this swarm of bees came from that field. And also, a person's allowed to walk into his friend's field to save his own bees that had flown over there. He has to pay for what he damaged. He is not allowed to cut his friend's branch down, even though he's going to pay him for it. For example, Ruvain's bees flew into Shimon's field and they landed on a branch. And Ruvain realized that if he tries to take the bees off one by one to bring them back to the hive, they're just going to fly away. So he wants to cut Shimon's branch down and bring it into his property, and that way he's going to save his bees. He's not allowed to do this, even though he's going to pay for the branch. However, he tells us, he is allowed to cut the branch down and pay for it. So if Brisa, it's different in the beginning of our Mishnah. If he did take it, he does have to give it back to the original owner. In other words, when Ruvain's donkey was taken away by the tax collector, and he was given a different one in exchange, Ruvain has to give that other one back to the original owner. And why is this? Because Sovereign clearly this town holds, Yish Kedi like honey. that just Stam Yish is not Kaina, and who made Karbi that means originally when Reuven was given this donkey, it came to him Be'iser because it was never acquired by a tax collector, and therefore Reuven's not cutting it either, and that's why he has to give it back to the original owner. Now, Vikdam, some say this is really how it goes. In Balahachser, that if he wants to return that donkey that's given to him, Yasalabam so he should give it back to the original owner. My time, why is that? Because Yishkidi Kani, really Yish alone is Kaina. Me, whoever, E. Amar, if the fellow says, E. F. Shimam I don't want money that's not mine, it's just because the tax collector took my donkey away and gave me a different one, I don't want to keep this different one because it's not mine, so Masalabam Rishonim, he should give it back to the original owner and not give it back to the tax collector. And we can explain this part of the mission. We said, This belongs to him, meaning this donkey or this clothing that was given to him by the robbers does belong to him because we assume that the original owner was Redim Yayesh. Now, Omar Vashir Vashir says, This is only talking about if he got this clothing from robbers that were Gayim. But if he got this clothing from robbers that were Yedin, he's not allowed to keep it because we assume that there wasn't Yayesh. Why is that? Because Safar, the original owner that this clothing was stolen from, thinks to himself, 
tomorrow I'm just going to take this robber who's a Jew to Bazdin and I'm going to get my clothing back. Therefore, this year that received the clothing from this year, the Shurabber is not allowed to keep it because the original owner was never Miyayish. He figures he's going to get it back. However, Maskal Rias, if you the following question, the opposite makes sense. So the person is not Miyayish. When a guy's Shurabber is judged by the courts, so the courts will beat him to make sure he gives a stolen item back. So if a Yid had something that was stolen by a guy's Shurabber, he's not Miyayish from it because he knows he's going to get it back. Whereas he's strong when we're talking about Yidin, Kimin to Amri Meymar, Miyayish. Since all they do is say, they just talk, so he is Miyayish. In other words, when a Yiddish Abazin says, okay, robber, you have to give this clothing back that you stole, they don't enforce that by beating the fellow or by doing anything, and therefore the fellow who was stolen from is Miyayish, because even though Bezin might have told the robber, okay, you have to give it back, the robber's not going to listen, and therefore the new guy that was given this clothing is allowed to keep it, because we assume the original owner was Miyayish. So Mar says, right, if Rabashi said a statement, he really said on the Sefer of the Mishnah, what does the Sefer the Mishnah say? If someone saves an item from Gaim or from Listim, if the Palomar Miyayish in, so he's allowed to keep it. However, what's that mashma? Stama loy. That stama the Balam was not Miyayish. And it's on this that Ravashi taught loy shanuel akum. This is only if we're talking about a Gaish robber. Mishum Daini Begisi. That's because it's judged very strongly and they're going to be forced to return the item. So we assume that there wasn't Yish. Avalistim Yisrael, but if it was a Jewish robber, Kim the Ami Meymar, Miyayish. Since the only thing the Bazin is going to do is say to the Jewish robber, you have to return it, but they're not going to enforce it. So therefore, the owner is Miyayish. And there's an assumed Yish over there. We don't actually have to know that the fellow is Miyayish. And the Gemara now continues bringing Mishnah that we're going to try to bring a proof from our Mishnah. Tanan Hassan, we have a Mishnah over there that says, Arshabal Bayas, Machshavim Tamasan, hides owned by a regular Baal Bayas, just simple Machshava could bring him to a state of Toma. Now, what's this referring to? So we know that as long as a Kli has not yet been finished, it cannot be Makabal Toma. However, the moment it's been decided this Kli is finished, so it's officially considered a Kli, and it could be Makabal Toma. And this is even just with Machshava. He simply has to think, okay, that's it, I'm not processing this anymore, and therefore it already could be Makabal Toma. So this Mishnah just told us is that if this hide is owned by a Baal Bayas, and he has Machshava, okay, that's it, I'm not processing it anymore, so it's considered a Kli, and therefore it could be Makabal Toma. However, shall Abdin, if it belongs to a high tan or a Machshava Tamasan, so his Machshava cannot bring it to Makabal Toma because he's going to eventually sell it, and the person who buys it might want to process it more. He might want to cut it into pieces and make it into shoes or something like that, and therefore his processing is not considered finished by the Abdon, by the high tanner. The mission continues, shall Gazlan a Machshava Tamasan, if this hide was stolen by a Gazlan. Remember, a Gazlan is someone who steals in broad daylight, so Machshava is not Matami it because it's not considered like it's owned by him. Vishal Ganev, someone who steals sneakily, so Machshava Tamasan, his Machshava will bring it to the state of Toma because he is considered to own it. However, if Shimon Shimon says, it's the opposite. If it's a Gazlan, a guy who steals in the open and he stole this hide, so his Machshava is Matamit because he owns it. But if it's a Ganiv, so his Machshava is not Matamit. Because the were not Miyayish. Now, Umar Ula, Ula explains, the whole Machlaikas is, what's the Stam Das? Do we assume that the fellow was Miyayish or he wasn't Miyayish? But if it's known that the fellow was Miyayish, they are called Yish Kani. Everyone agrees that Yish is Kaina, and therefore the Machshava of the Gazlan and the Ganiv will be Matamit. Now, Rabba Amar Rabba says that no, even if it's known the fellow's Miyayish, there's still Machlaikas. Don't argue on what Ula said. Because the Mishnah says very clearly like him. What did Shimon say in the Mishnah? Because the Bible were not Miyayish. Now, what do we learn from here? The only reason why Machshav is not Matamit, because the Bible were not Miyayish, and therefore it's not owned by the Ganiv. But if we do know the Bible were Miyayish, then it does belong to him. And so clearly the Mishnah shows not like you, and it shows like Ula. However, Amalei Rabbah told him that you're misunderstanding the Mishnah. What did Shimon mean? Anan we understand the Mishnah to mean that there is no Yish for the Baalim. Meaning, even if the Baalim say they're Miyayish, they don't really mean it, and that's why the Gan is not kind it. But now we're asking a question on Rabba from our Mishnah. Tanan, our Mishnah said, that if the tax collectors took his donkey and gave him a different donkey, he's allowed to keep it. And the next part of the Mishnah is important as well. That if Listim took his clothing and gave him different clothing, he's allowed to keep it. And that's because there's assumed Yish. Now, money, who's a Mishnah like? Irabon and Kasha Gazlan. If you want to say it's like the Rabbanon, so we have a Kasha Gazlan. Because according to Rabbanon, there's only assumed Yish by a Ganiv, not by a Gazlan. And Listim is a Ganiv, so there's 
assumed Yish over there. By the Meichas, who's a Gazel, and there isn't assumed Yish. So our Mishnah can't be the Rabbanon. And your Shimon, if you want to say it's Rabbi Shimon, Kasha Ganev. So we have a Kasha and Ganev. Because according to Rabbi Shimon, there's only assumed Yish by a Gazel and not by a Ganev. But nothing more says, Bishlam Ula, we understand according to Ula's explanation, the Machlechs between Rabbi Shimon and the Rabbanon, the Amr that he had said, Biyadua Kani, that if it's known that the person was Miyayish, everyone agrees that he's Kainit. So Hachanami Biyadua, but they call. We can say in our Mishnah as well that it's known that the Bailam was Miyayish, and therefore this Mishnah is according to everybody. El Rabba, but according to Rabba, the Amr Biyadua Nai Machlechas, who says that even if we know for sure that the Bailam was Miyayish, there's still Machlechas Rabban and Rabb Shimon, Hamani, who's a Mishnah like, Larabban of Larabb Shimon. It's not according to Rabban or Rabb Shimon. So Gemara says Rabba, but listen to Mizuyan, Rabb Shimon, he. Our Mishnah is talking about listen to Mizuyan, armed robbers, and so according to Rabb Shimon, there's assumed Yish. Ask the Gemara Yachiv, if that's really so, Hainu Gazlin. So it's the same thing as Gazlin. Listen to Mizuyan and Gazlin is the same thing. So I would mention two of the same case. So the Gemara answers Trigavni Gazlin. There's two different types of Gazlin, and that's what the Mishnah is mentioning. There's a regular Gazlin, and there's listen to Mizuyan, which is also Gazlin, and that's why the Mishnah is mentioning two of the same case. So we're another question on Rabba. Tashma, we learned previously in the which is a person who takes forcibly and pays for it. Hekdesh and Hektesh. If they're Maktish thing that they took, it's considered Hektesh. Uchumasun Chumu, Maser and Maser. If they took of Chumu or Maser, that is valid Chumu or Maser. Now, money, who's this like? Yerabon, if you want to say this Rabban and Kasha Gazlan. So we have a question Gazlan, because there's only assumed Yish by Ganav. And Yerab Shimon, if you want to say Yerab Shimon, Kasha Ganav. So we have a question on the Ganav part of the statement, because there's only assumed to be Yish in the Gazlan case, not in the Ganav case. And once again, we say, Bishlim Ula, this would fit according to Ula Dom Riyadua Kani, who had said that if it's known that the Bailam were Miyayish, so everyone agrees that he's Kaina, so Achanam Biyadua, the Brakolhi. We could say that this is a situation where we know the fellow is Miyayish, and therefore this is according to everybody. And that's why we have the same din by Ganav and Gazlan. El Rabba, the Arbi, do not Machlaikas, but according to Rabba that said that there's still Machlaikas between Rabban and Rab Shimon, even when we know the Bailam were Miyayish, so money, who's this like? Larabban of Larab Shimon. It's not Rabban or Rab Shimon. So Gemara answers like we did before. Hachanam, Velissim, Zuyin. This is also talking about Lissim and Zuyin. Rab Shimon, he, this is according to Rab Shimon. As the Gemara, Hachi, that's really so. Hainu Gazlan. It's the same thing as Gazlan. So why say Ganav and Gazlan if it's really the same thing? So Gemara answers Tregavni Gazlan. We're talking about two different types of Gazlan, and that's okay. Me by saying, alternatively, we can answer Hamas Nisa Rebbe, he, that really this is Rebbe. The Tanya of Rebbe, so Rebbe, I mean, Rebbe says, Ganav Kagazlan. That a Ganav is just like a Gazlan. Kavidal and Bezantaf, a Kamlan, we already established Kagazlan Rab Shimon. When Rebbe says that a Ganav is like a Gazlan, he means that a Ganav is like a Gazlan, a Korn Rab Shimon, which we had said there's a Sundish in the case of a Gazlan, and therefore regular Ganav is like a regular Gazlan, a Korn Rab Shimon. In other words, regular Ganav, there's also a Sundish. So now we're going to explore how we actually get to this in Shitas Rebbe. So Gufo stated, Rebbe, I mean, Rebbe says, Omrani, I say Ganav Kagazlan that a Ganav is like a Gazlan. So I believe that's the following question. Kagazlan, the Rabbanon, Kaamar, Veloy Kani. When Rebbe said a Ganav is like a Gazlan, then he mean that a Ganav is like a Gazlan of the Rabbanon, and there is no Kenyan because there isn't assumed Yish. I don't like a Gazlan of Shimon, Kaamar, Vakani. Maybe Rebbe meant that a Ganav is like a Gazlan of Rab Shimon, and there is assumed Yish, and therefore there is a Kenyan. And remember, we just explained half a minute ago that he means that it's like Rab Shimon, but now we're just exploring how we know it's like Rab Shimon. So, Gwara Tamsarai Tashma, we bring the quote from Mishnah, if the tax collectors took his donkey, gave him a different donkey, or robbers took his clothing, gave him different clothing, he's allowed to keep it. Now, money, who's our Mishnah like? Irabun and Kasha Gazlan. If it's Rabban, we have a question Gazlan. Irab Shimon, Kasha Ganav. If it's Rab Shimon, it's a question Ganav. So, Yerab Shlemo, Rebbe Ki Gazlan, Rab Shimon, Ka'amar, Vikani. If you want to say the Rebbe holds that a Ganav is like a Gazlan, Rab Shimon, and therefore he is Kainit because there's assumed Yish, Hamani, Susar our Mishnah like Rebbe, he would be Rebbe. Misham Hachikani, that's where the person would be Kainit. El Yamar Ki Gazlan, Rabban, Ka'amar, Velaikani. If you want to say the Rabbanon said that a Ganav is like a Gazlan, he means a Gazlan or Rabbanon, and therefore there's no Kenyan. So, Hamani, who's our Mishnah like? Like Rebbe, Vlerb Shim, Vlerabanon. It's not Rebbe, Rebbe Shimon, or the Rabbanon. So, it must be that Rebbe said that Ganav is like Gazlan, he means like Gazlan or Rebbe Shimon. However, the Gemara says it's not a Raya. What are we talking about over here? Blissim Mizuin, Rebbe Shimon, he. The Mishnah is talking about Blissim Mizuin, an armed robber, and it's like Rebbe Shimon. Ask the Gemara like it did before, Yahachiv, that's really so. Hainu Gazlan, so the same thing as Gazlan. Why mention two of the same case? The answer is Tregavni Gazlan. Mishnah is simply telling us there's two different types of Gazlan. So, we attempt another Ranchitis Rebbe. Tashma, let's see, we have this Bryce that we brought before. Haganav Gazlan, Anus. We have a Ganav Gazlan, and an Anus, again, who's a person who takes something forcibly from somebody and pays him. If they're Mikesh thing they stole or took off Truma Meiser, it's 100% valid. No money, who's a Tanah's Brysa? Irabon and Kasha 
Gazlan. If it's Rabban, we have a Kasha Gazlan. Because according to Rabban, the Gazlan is not Kainet. You're Rabbi Shimon, Kasha Ganev. If it's Rabbi Shimon, we have a problem with Ganev. Because according to Rabbi Shimon, a Ganev is not Kainet. And yeah, Rabbi Shimon, a Ganev, Gazlan, Rabbi Shimon, Kamar. If you want to say that when Rabbi said that a Ganev is like a Gazlan, he means Gazlan or Rabbi Shimon, so Mishim Hachakani, that's what we can say that he's Kainet. Eliyam, Ganev, Gazlan, Rabbanon. But if you want to say that when Rabbi said that Ganev is like Gazlan, he means like Gazlan, Rabbanon, so Hamani, who's his Bryce alike? The Gemara answers, Blessed Mizun, Rabbi Shimon, he. We could say that we're talking about Blessed Mizun, and it's according to Rabbi Shimon. Once again, the Gemara asks, Hachakani, Gazlan. So Blessed Mizun is the same thing as Gazlan. Why mention the same case twice? The Gemara says, Trey Gavni Gazlan. We're talking about two different types of Gazlan, and therefore it's not considered redundant. So here we finally have a Raya for Rabbi, Amalei Rabashi the Rabba, Rashi told Rabba, Tashma, come and see. The Masi Rabbi the Shem Berei, Rabbi taught Rabbi Shimon his son Beferish, Loy the Roshesh by Chayas Mamish, originally where a Mishnah on Kofi Aleph, which spoke about a father stealing something and him dying, and the Yashim only has to return it if it's a Davashi Yesh by Chayas, if it's property. So Rabbi taught Rabbi Shimon his son, it's not Dafka something that has a Chayas, meaning it's not Dafka property. Even if the father had stolen a cow, and now the son is going to be using it to plow with it, or the father had stolen a donkey, and now the son is going to use it, they have to return it because they cover their father. Now, what do we learn from here? The only reason why they have to return it is because they cover their father. But if not for this reason, because they cover their father, so they wouldn't have to return it. And that's Mashma, there was Yish. So we see the Rebbe holds that there's assumed Yish in the case of Geneva. We see from here that when Rebbe said that Ghana was like a Goslin, it means like Goslin or Shimon, that there's assumed Yish. That's a valid proof. Also, if there's a swarm of bees that's found swarming around, if we know that the owner's miyayish, so we're allowed to keep it. Why does Mishav say v'chein? That's the same as the previous statement of the Mishnah, that if we know that the owner's miyayish, then he could keep it. If not, not. Why do we have to list it as a separate case? So the answer is, this is what the Mishnah is saying. Even if we're talking about nachshal devarim, the swarm of bees, that the person only owns it midrabanon. Now let's just pause for a second and explain this. Why is it the person owns bees only midrabanon? That's because they fly all over the place. It's just like birds. And just because he has them on his property in his beehive, they're not really his midairaisa because they might just fly away, like we're discussing right now, that they did fly away, and therefore he only really owns it Rabbanon. Sakatachamina, therefore I might think says the Gemara, Hi Kimin Rabban Ba'amahu the Kanile, since he only owns it Rabbanon, I feel Stam and Miyayish, then even in case of Stam, we'll assume that he was Miyayish, Kamashmal the Khilish is that no, Imnishabilum in Eli Lai. It's only if we know for sure that he was Miyayish, then you're allowed to keep the bees. But if we don't know for sure that he was Miyayish, we do not assume that he was Miyayish, even though he only owns them with Rabbanon and you're not allowed to keep them. I think one of the things explaining the mission we said, Amr then woman or cotton is believed to say, hey, that swarm of bees came from that field. Harass the Gemara, Isha of Katam and Eidos Ninhu, are Isha or Katan allowed to give Eidos? They're not allowed to give Eidos. So review Dhamma Shmuel, Hachamaiskin, what are we talking about over here? We're talking about where the owner is chasing after his bees. There's some guy looking around all worried, pulling his hair out, saying, hey, where are my bees? They escaped from the hive. And there happens to be a woman or a child on the Bar Mitzvah who's Mesichafi Tumai. They're talking casually, kind of offhandedly, saying, that swarm of bees came from this field, and so we can rely on this casual conversation over theirs to say that we're going to return these bees to that fellow. Now we keep talking about this concept of Messiah Chafi Tumai. Amar Vashivashi says, In Messiah Chafi Tumai, Kasher, El Edus Isha Bavad, they wouldn't take somebody's casual talk as Edus, except for we're dealing with Edus Isha, meaning if we want to allow a woman to get remarried, then we rely on Messiah Chafi Tumai from children, for example, to allow her to get remarried. But it's only in regards to that, because we don't want her to remain in Aguna. However, Amar Vashivashi, Vina Sarvashi, Valai, really? This case of Nachshal Dvarim is Messiah Chafi Tumai, and there's nothing to do with an Edus of Isha getting remarried, and still we rely on the Edus of this woman or this child being Mesechfi Tumai that this is where the bees came from. So where answer is no Shine Nachshal Dvarim, the Kind who the whole case of Nachshal Dvarim is a Kind as we said before, he only owns a Midrabanon, and therefore we're going to make on this case. Asking more Daraisa, right? We're really not going to rely on Mesechfi Tumai on casual discussion, even in the case of a Daraisa. We have a statement. There was a person who was talking casually, and he said, I remember when I was a kid, and I was riding on my father's shoulders, meaning I was a little kid, they took me out of Cheder, and they took off my garment, and they 
immersed me in the mikvah so I could eat shuma at night. Reb Chanin Masayim Bahachi and Reb Chanin concluded this person's statement as follows: V'chaver b'delim many that this fellow said that my friends used to stay away from me. Vayukarn I see yachin oichachalos and used to call me yachin on the chala eater. Chala as in the portion of dough that's separated and given to a kain. Belay Rebbe Lukun al piv and Rebbe elevated him to the status of being a kain based off of what he said and he was just misyach levi tumai. He was just saying a story that happened when he was in cheder and still were relying on this testimony of his to make him an actual kain. So we see that we do rely on misyach levi tumai for something. So Gemara answers no but It's only Trumadarabanan that he's allowed to eat and not Trumadaraisa. Ask Gemara Vakati Daraisa Loi. Really, we're not going to rely on Mizikh if you too might fit Daraisa. When Ravdimi came from Eretz Yisrael, Amar he said that Rav Chana Kartigna, that it was Rav Chana Kartigna that said the following. And Amrila, some say it was Rav Acher Kartigna Mishtai. Rav Acher Kartigna said the following. The Maisa Balaf Nei Rabbi Shubin Levi. There was a story that came to Rabbi Shubin Levi. Amrila Maisa Balaf Nei Rabbi. Some say it was a story that came in front of Rabbi. But Tina Gachon Shay Mizikh if you too might with a certain Tinoik that was just talking casually. But Amar he said Anivi Imi Nishbinu Bein Avdi Chav. Him. I and my mother were captured by non-Jews. If I went out to draw water, my das was on my mother, meaning I made sure that my mother wasn't violated. Look at Eitzim, when I went to gather wood, I was thinking about my mother and I made sure that she wasn't violated. And Rebbe allowed her to marry a Kain based off what he said, which means that we're believing that she wasn't violated by our captors because if she was, she'd be ushered to a Kain. And this is a Daraisa because a Kain is not allowed to marry a woman who's violated. So my answer is no, they're making on a case of Shvui and a case of a captured woman because anyway, it's only a Suffolk, whether or not she was violated, so his edus of Mesech Fitumai helps us out. But even without it, it would only be a Suffolk that she would be usher. And continue to explain the Mishnah regarding these bees. We had said, that if a person's bees escaped into somebody else's field and rested on his branch, Ruby is allowed to cut down Shimon's branch to take all the bees while they're still on the branch and bring them back into his field. However, Bishmal Bernaisha Rechem Reka says that he is allowed to cut off the branch. And the Gemara tells us, Tanya Vibraisa, Bishmal Bernaisha Rechem Reka Emer, Tanya Bazen, who is Tanya Bazen, he's allowed to go into his friend's field and cut off his friend's branch in order to save his swarm of bees which is on the branch and Shimon, the guy whose branch was cut down, gets payment for his branch from his fellow's bees. With Tanai Bazin, who is also Tanai Bazin, the Ruvain should spill out his wine and save Shimon's honey which is about to spill on the ground because Shimon's honey barrel broke and the only thing that could save it is Ruvain's barrel of wine which he has to pour out and Ruvain gets paid for his wine from the honey of his friend that he saved. And with Tanai Bazin, who is Tanai Bazin, that he should unload his wood and load up his friend's flax. And he's talking about where Ruven's going along with his wood. He sees Shimon's donkey, which is carrying flax, dead on the side. And flax is much more valuable than wood, just like honey is more valuable than wine. And therefore, Ruven should unload his wood, put Shimon's flax on his donkey, even though his wood is going to get lost. And he's allowed to take payment for his wood from the flax of his friend. This is one of the stipulations that Yeshua set when he gave the land of Yisrael to Am Yisrael. And we have learned about this previously in the Masechta. A person recognizes that his kalim or his svarim are by somebody else. So Ruben sees that his kalim or svarim are by Shimon. And there's also shvua, there's also rumor in the city that Ruben was robbed. And Ruben's claiming, hey Shimon, you have my stuff. So Shimon, who claims that he bought them and he didn't steal them from Ruben, so he's allowed to swear how much he paid for them and he gets reimbursed by Ruben and Ruben gets his stuff back. However, there's no rumor in the city that Ruben was robbed, so he's not believed to say that his stuff was stolen. Because I say, what happened? The Ruvain sold the stuff to other people. And Shimon bought these farmer Kalim from those other people. And now Ruvain wants them back. So he's claiming, oh, Shimon stole them from me. But he doesn't have the right to say that. He only has the right to get his items back from Shimon if there's a shmua, a rumor in the city that these things were stolen from Ruvain and now they landed in Shimon's house. So we don't assume that Shimon's the robber because Shimon claims he bought them. But Shimon does have to give them back to Ruvain and Ruvain has to reimburse him. So I think more analyze this. Who cares if there's a rumor in the city that it was stolen. 
Shonen Hu, Vu Niu Kamapik Shma. Why don't we suspect that Ruven himself sold these things to other people, and then he's the one that started the rumor that they were stolen, because he decided that he wanted them back. Why is the rumor that they were stolen help him out? Maybe he's the one that started that rumor in the first place. So Rav Yudam Ravi answers, We're talking about where there were people in Ruven's house, and he stood up and he made a protest in the middle of the night. He started yelling, and he said, My stuff has been stolen. And therefore, since there's people there to corroborate this, we don't have to suspect that he's lying. Ask the Gemara, the opposite should be true. We should say for sure that now he's found the pretext. Before these people came to stay in his house, he didn't have anything to base himself off of that they were stolen. But now that people came to stay in his house, he's able to say, hey, all my stuff was stolen. So it's still not a reason to believe him. So the Gemara answers, Rav Khan concluded this in the name of Rav by saying, We're talking about where there was a tunnel dug in his house, and the people that were staying in his house, Yatsu, they were seen going out, and they have bundles of Kalim on their shoulders, and everyone's saying that this guy's stuff was stolen because they see this tunnel and they see people going out of the tunnel with bundles. So here we have something to corroborate what he's saying, and that's how we can believe him. And that's how the rumor was started. It clearly wasn't started by Reuven himself. Maybe they only stole Kalim and not Svarim. And we're talking about both Kalim and Svarim. So we're talking about where they also are saying that Svarim were stolen and not just Kalim. Why don't we suspect that the robbers had stolen small Svarim and Reuven's claiming that large Svarim were stolen from him? He answers the Kaami Sefer plenty, plenty. We're talking about where people are saying that such and such a Sefer was stolen and that's what Reuven is claiming was stolen from him. So it makes sense. Maybe the people who are saying, oh, such and such a thing was stolen are talking about old books and Ruvin is claiming that new Svarim were stolen. So Marav, he answers, We're talking about where the rumor was that the Kalim and the Svarim of so-and-so of Ruvin were stolen. So therefore, we don't have to suspect that Ruvin started the rumor because we know that other people were saying this and not Ruvin and that's why Ruvin has the right to claim his things back from Shimon as long as he pays Shimon for them. However, now we ask on this, did Rav really say this? Rav said, If a person came through a tunnel into somebody's house and he took Kalim and he left, he's putter, he doesn't have to return them. My time why is that? Because he acquired them with his blood. There's a whole subject called Bab Machtaras that if a person comes through a tunnel, we assume that if he gets caught by the Balbayas in the act, he's going to kill the Balbayas, and therefore the Balbayas has the right to kill him. And that's what we're saying over here that a person goes through a tunnel and steals Kalim, he's actually allowed to keep those Kalim because he acquired them with his blood. He was willing to give his life up for them. So why are we saying over here that Reuven gets his Kalim as far and back? Since we just explained that these people had stolen them through a tunnel, so they acquired them because they went through a tunnel to steal them. So our answer is no. This is only a person who came into the house through a tunnel. Since he's being Meister Nefesh, he's going to be killed. As we just explained, if he's caught in the act, he's willing to kill for it, so therefore he can get killed as well. But these people that we're talking about in our Mishnah, since they were never willing to give up their lives because they left the house through the tunnel, but they didn't come into the house through a tunnel. So therefore, they're not kind of these things, and that's why Reuben could get them back from Shimon. Now, for the qualified summer of Rava says, This is only talking about Balabayas, who is normal for him to sell his Kalim, and therefore it has to be that there's a rumor that his Kalim were stolen from him. Because without that rumor, we assume that he sold them. But a Balabayas, who it's not normal for him to sell his things, most normal people don't just sell their items. So then we don't have to go into such detail, and it doesn't have to be that the rumor is that such and such a thing was stolen from such and such a person. Just a plain simple rumor that things were stolen from this guy's house is enough to say that Reuven get his stuff back from Shimon because we don't have to suspect that Reuven actually sold it and started the rumor on his own because again, Reuven's not a type of guy that sells his thing. As tomorrow, why not? Maybe in this particular situation, Reuven actually needed money and so he did sell his item and then he was the one that started the rumor that it was stolen from him because he wanted it back. So Ravashi answers, there's already a rumor that his stuff was stolen and that's efficient enough to assume that he didn't sell his item. Again, because he's the type of guy that usually doesn't sell his stuff and therefore, since we already have a rumor 
rumor that it was stolen from him, we assume that it was stolen and that it wasn't sold. We're going to stop here for the day and pick up tomorrow. Continue to talk about this. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.